Welcome to over two creatives 3C podcast where we talk creativity, community, and clients. Today we're focusing on creativity and we're going to dig deep into a project uh, that we really enjoyed. Mark, I think really liked. It was the Tigers United project. Tell me what it was that project all about? So Tigers United was an interesting project that uh, came along to us. It was a fundraising initiative for Tigers United, which is a collaboration of various universities that have the tiger as their mascot. All these universities have a mascot tiger, but they also come together to help save real tigers in the wild. And so they sent us a plethora of raw footage from their various initiatives abroad and gave it to us and told us to make something awesome from it. First of all, Tigers United sounds kind of cool. Like when you heard Tigers United and what did you expect? So we did a touch base call with the client. I could tell from that call that they were very passionate about saving tigers and I was intrigued. So I had a little bit of interest for the project going into it. What was their goal? What did they, what were the parameters that they gave us? Um, was it a two to three minute video? Tell us about the audience. Kind of give us some basic understanding of what they wanted us to create and who to create a message for. So the parameters that we operated within were, first of all, they had footage already. They had interviews. They had uh, various uh, video content of their travels. And what they wanted to do was take that footage and create something that could both educate uh, potential participants and also uh, educate donors and maybe even attract some donors to the program. These types of projects are always fascinating to me. When we have a medium to large size brand that contact us that says we have footage uh, to send to you and we'd love for you to put it together. I have to admit, I kind of slow down a little bit and I get worried what they're going to send us. I mean, you don't know if it's going to be iPhone footage. You don't know what type of camera quality it's going to be. You don't even know if the interviews are going to be shot with microphones. You don't know what you're going to get yourself into until they actually send you the content, whether it be through a hard drive that they ship in the mail or a Dropbox link. When you got the footage, what were some of your first thoughts uh, when you started going through the content? Well, that, that was a concern the client had. They were kind of worried that the footage wasn't going to be usable. They were worried it was going to be low quality, and they were probably worried about what I was going to say about it. Uh, technically, yeah. I mean, some of it was probably shot on an iPhone. Some of it was, quote-unquote, low quality. Uh, but kind of back to what I was talking about earlier the people in this program are so passionate about tigers. They love tigers. Like, <laughs> and, how and, did you know? Like, what was some well, of the footage okay. that you noticed? So I, I use a process called subclipping mm -hmm. in projects. And subclipping does two things for me. It's a workflow I really enjoy. Number one, it serves a technical purpose. It just keeps things more organized. Very simple. You use Adobe Premiere for subclipping. What does that mean? Yeah, so, you know, you may have a video file that's 10 minutes long. Subclipping allows me to go in there and take 30 seconds out of that 10 minutes and make it its own clip, a sub clip. Mm 
And so out of that 10 minute video, I may come up with three minutes of the best of the best and have, you know, those clips to use as opposed to using the whole 10 minute footage every time I want something from it. So from a technical standpoint, it keeps me more organized. But the other side of that is as I go through and subclip this stuff, I'm watching every single clip. I'm watching it and I'm learning. I'm learning about the people. I'm learning their names. I'm learning their mission. I'm learning the project. And through as I was doing the subclipping process for Tigers United, I kind of fell in love with the project. Like I wanted to go out there and ride around in a Jeep in India and save the tigers. I don't even know a lot about tigers, but I love them. And I could tell that these people love them too. And I just kind of, I kind of uh, caught the passion bug that they had. And I was really eager to, uh, to make something out of this footage. And the reason it worked so well in the end is because they were passionate and their passion transcended the technical fallbacks of the footage. There was a couple things that they sent us. First, they sent us B-roll that was lots and lots of different types of clips. Um, clips from India. Um, there were clips from other places as well. They sent us pictures to work with. They sent us some stock footage that Clemson University created um, or captured um, because this ultimately this program is housed under Clemson University's, under the institution, even though it's supported by LSU, Princeton, and I think University of Missouri. And they also sent us interviews that they shot or captured, I think on campus at Clemson from some of the different program directors, I guess, and researchers. When you subclip, you subclip the B-roll footage, yep. and then you subclip the interviews. Um, talk about how do you subclip the B-roll footage. What are you looking for when you go through that content? So for, it, it depends on the project. For a project like this, I'm just looking for aesthetically pleasing shots. Mm -hmm. And for Tigers United, there's actually a really cool story. Uh, there's a clip in there of them out on a safari and they see a wild tiger for the first time. And I'm sitting there subclipping and the, the I think they were filming it on an iPhone or some other uh consumer grade video camera and I'm sitting there looking at the footage you know it's it's a little shaky I can see the 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 tall grass swing in the wind and everyone in the jeep's looking for the tiger and all of a sudden someone in the jeep goes oh my god and I look out there and a wild tiger is walking across the savannah and I felt like I was in the jeep with him it was kind of a it was a crazy experience and so I knew I was going to use that shot. So I immediately subclipped that and I probably named it awesome shot or something. <laughs> but, um, that, that was one of the cool moments for this project for me is feeling like I was on the safari with them as I went through the footage. Talk about subclipping out the interviews. How did you know which ones were comments that you knew that you wanted to use in this final video versus the ones that just didn't make sense. How, what was that selection process like? So for the interviews, it was a little bit more objective. Uh, I knew that the purpose of the project was to educate people about the program and tell people why it's important to give. So I purposely chose messages that either alluded to that or directly addressed that. There were a lot of questions asked. Some of them weren't 
completely pertinent. If they said something about the status of wild tigers and their endangerment classification, I immediately subclipped that because that speaks directly to the, the dire situation that wild tigers are in. If, I, if they said something that alluded to the importance of funding, I would subclip that. When you started pulling out the subclips and building a sequence or a, a story on the timeline, um, how did you start framing up a beginning, middle, and end? What were some of the, the comments that you were pulling in and what story were you trying to create as you think back to what Rochelle told you about and then also the experience that you were watching as you were looking at the B-roll? So the beginning and the middle and end for Tigers United for me was the beginning. I would purposely pick clips that pertain to what Tigers United was. I wanted the viewer to have an understanding of what they did and who they were. The middle was clips that pertain to why Tigers United even exists. You know, sound bites that told about the diminishing numbers of wild tigers. And the third was how you can give and why it's important to give. So the end. That, that, that is how I structured it out roughly. And then from there is when I started to make more fluid changes. How did you take that moment that you described earlier about the first time the group saw the tiger on the savannah? How did that play into your editing process? You knew that you wanted to use that clip, but you also knew that you had to perfectly place it at the right moment. How did that process play out, and what made that so much fun? Well, sometimes you get lucky, and in that moment, I knew for a fact that was how I was going to start the video. I needed, I wanted the majesticness of the tiger, because it is a very majestic animal, and I wanted that moment to immediately, the energy of that moment, I wanted that to kick the video off. And I feel like if someone has an interest in things like this, saving wild tigers, when they see that, they're going to watch the rest of the video because they're going to, they're going to want to ride that energy out through it. You made a statement a few weeks ago that said, this is my favorite project that I've done possibly this year in probably in a long time. What creatively made this project one of your favorite projects? Uh, There's a bunch of different answers to that. One of them is that we did not shoot this. I didn't know anything about the footage. I had no idea what I was going to find. And it was, I love, editing is my favorite part of the process. A lot of people don't believe that because a lot of people hate editing because it's time consuming. But I love it. I truly do. And I just loved only playing that role. That's the, that's the technical thing I loved about this project. The, the other things I loved about it, though, is what I said earlier, just uh, sharing that passion with those people. I knew I liked tigers. I didn't know I liked them this much. Like, I really, if I had the time, I would get involved more and do things. But uh, just... Being able to go on the safari with them virtually, that was one of the most amazing moments I've had as an an editor because I didn't know what I was going to see. It's not like when you shoot footage and you're looking for a shot that you remember you shot. I was just riding along in the Jeep with them, you know. So uh, 
that's just scratching the surface of it, but it, that's why it was one of my favorite projects. There's just so many things about it that are memorable. Well, this has been a great conversation. That project has been an awesome opportunity for us. I'm just really thankful that we can help serve our clients when we don't even go out and capture the footage. They can send us the footage and let us be a part of that experience and then trust us with that content and create something for them that they can go out and thus raise money with. It's kind of a cool thing to do. No, it was truly an honor to help them achieve their goals, the goals they had for this footage. It was truly an honor to, to help them out. Every client, I would say every client we've ever worked with is passionate on some level about the work they want to do. But their passion was something special, and it was uh, an honor to help them with it. So, Well, thanks so much for joining us for the Ratu Creative 3Cs podcast. Great to hear from you. I hope you listen. I hope you share, and I hope you tune in again. Talk to you soon. Later. 3Cs is a podcast brought to you by Ratu Creative a content creation and storytelling agency located in Anderson, South Carolina, serving a variety of clients in healthcare, philanthropy, higher education, technology, nonprofit, and many other medium to small businesses all across the United States. To learn more, go to retucreative.com. That is R-E-T-T-E-W creative.com. Three C's is powered by Touchpoint Media.